Welcome to the Brand Made Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Goodenough. Instead of telling you that DIY brands don't work, I'm here to support solopreneurs build and grow a brand identity with new episodes every Wednesday. I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas, but now we are all looking a little bit more towards the new year. And it is well and truly that time when we're all thinking and maybe even talking about goals and New Year's resolutions with family and friends. And usually this will include the habits we wish to leave behind in 2022 and the goals we want to accomplish this time next year in business. It's easy to get caught up in the hubbub of the world is your oyster sort of feeling. And I'm not here to obviously strip away your New Year's excitement around your goals, but rather help share some really useful tips that can help you plan the right way for you and your goals in business. Firstly, it's important to know who you are and the way or the best way that you work everyone listening to me will thrive in so many different environments and the same goes for goal planning I don't believe there is really one size fits all approach personally I know then I'm a little bit of a stressy Bessie when it comes to working under pressure and I can really cripple my productivity and my attention kind of gets a little bit derailed and it leads me to feeling very overwhelmed very quickly and I can't really concentrate on what I'm doing. I'm more thinking about like the time pressure. So a less pressured approach to plan is the sweet spot for me and I'll be taking you through my own and sort of the things that I'm going to change this year and also talk about a little bit all the things that kind of went wrong last year. So remember creating your own sort of style of planning is a process and it will take some trial and a lot of error to genuinely find out what works best for you. But stay tuned and you can have a little listen to how I'm going to plan for the next year and it might help you too. Firstly I have been really guilty in the past to get way ahead of myself. I would sit down and put on those New Year's rose tinted glasses that somehow made me believe that I could accomplish all my goals within the first three months. As long as I just made the perfect plan and worked really hard or and Although this approach was somewhat good that I actually obviously made goals and had a plan, it was just usually very ambitious. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I sometimes felt overwhelmed just looking at my plan. Um, I've come to realize recently that creating such a detailed, heavy plan for myself actually provides me with more pressure. (laughs) And this really wasn't the right way to plan for my own personal traits so I usually create three goals and that seems like a pretty fair number and I think usually most people say to do that but this year I'm taking a very different approach to goals and I'm only going to be planning ahead for simply one goal at a time and only if that goal gets completed I can decide upon the next one you may be thinking well if you do that you're more likely to you know just complete one goal in the year and are more likely to procrastinate and waste time on just that one thing. But there is evidence to say that the opposite actually happens. There's a study called The Fewer the Better Number of Goals and Saving Behaviors. And they had one group split into 
sorry, they had one, yeah, one group split into two groups. The first group had to save for one goal, and that was, I think, their kids' um, schooling or something. And the other group got told to create multiple goals. So maybe their um, child's intuition and retirement, healthcare, and maybe a few other things. What they found was that both groups did 50% better with a goal than without, but they also found that the group with one saving goal doubled their savings than the group who had multiple multiple goals. So what they concluded was really that the group with multiple goals reduced their mental bandwidth because that person basically had to choose one savings pot to put their money in over another. Basically, every day they had to be making a complex trade-off, making it difficult for them, difficult because they knew that that money wasn't going towards the other saving pot that they had. And I believe that one goal gives you less of a chance to lose momentum by focusing on just one thing at a time. And you're more likely to see, obviously, your efforts and maybe your progress grow so much quicker because you're just focusing on one thing and you're not having to divide up your time and your weekly actions and tasks across multiple goals. But just rather tripping, chipping away at it at one much faster. We also mustn't forget that when we are planning and choosing goals, that we already have daily set of tasks and projects that we are responsible of and goals aren't the only thing we can focus on every day or week otherwise all the things in our business won't run smoothly so for example just because you set a goal to provide I don't know your community with a online course you can't just forget about posting on social media for months and uploading to your blog while you're creating that course. Any type of business will always have that set of tasks, sort of like admin, that need to be taking over whilst you're making or chipping away at your other goals alongside this. So really having one goal may sound crazy. And to me, it was a little bit... um, I don't know, daunting to just only pick one goal. But when you really think about it, how much time you have to work on it every week, it makes a lot of sense. And you realize it actually is very practical to only have one goal rather than three. So it doesn't mean you won't only complete uh, one goal in the year, but it does mean you're focusing at that goal in uh, one at a time. Hopefully by now I've persuaded you one goal at a time system is a test that's worth doing and you now um now I'm gonna get into more of the heavy lifting with the planning system so my problem I have found in the past with planning is that I tend to plan way too far in advance or too far into the future whichever way you want to look at it if you're like me and have always been I don't know, that person or child that loved going to stationery shops and planning and lists and stickers and diaries and things like that, then you'll know we can fall into the trap of spending way too much time on actually devising an in-depth plan than actually doing the tasks that need to be done that are on that plan. And let's gain some perspective. The plan you're making now can't really predict where you'll be in six months 
unforeseeable things may arise which can you know just hold up your progress and you may not get all the things that you think you'll get done in that specific time frame in your plan which can also have this domino effect on all your other sort of tasks and deadlines and dates and when you're going to get other goals done so remember you won't really know how many of the tasks you'll say you'll have done or completed by really this is where I think I've been going maybe a little wrong in the past making a plan that goes so far ahead of where I actually am today which I just don't think works for someone like me when I'm when I know I'm falling behind on a plan I don't really want to refer back to the plan that I created I already feel like somehow I've sort of failed or I'm never going to catch up or I blame that the plan wasn't working so I don't think there's any point in really looking back at it because it hasn't got me where I wanted to be Therefore, this year, I'll be taking a different approach to how I plan for goals throughout the year. I definitely know more about who I am and the best ways that I work and that I am that type of person who can procrastinate over planning by tweaking, adding things to perfect it. I'm a perfectionist through and through and that is really one of my self-sabotaging behaviors therefore I really shouldn't be planning so far ahead of myself otherwise I'll get stuck here spending hours thinking about what tasks I should be completing in six weeks time rather than really getting on with the things that I should be doing daily weekly or monthly so personally I think I'm going to try and create just a rough skeleton plan for 2023 with one goal I call it a skeleton plan because it's going to be very loose. It's not going to have a lot of detail. Basically, I'm not really fleshing this plan out with all the bells and whistles that I usually do, which may sound a little controversial, not what probably other people are advising you to do right now, but hear me out. I'm going to start off with brainstorming and creating about three to five major milestones to reach said goal. This then provides me just enough clarity on how to reach that goal but not focusing on all the daily little actions to get there so I don't feel so overwhelmed yet before I've even begun. Currently I'm a little undecided about whether to plot these goals into a quarterly time frame as that may start to feel a little too like deadlines and I'm hesitant about creating deadlines only because I have scheduled deadlines in the past to hit and by six weeks into the year I have already felt rather behind and already um, feel a little bit defeated so if I haven't hit them which just doesn't really do anything good to motivate me or or give me any momentum so when it comes to planning I find that there is this fine dance between keeping yourself on track and focus so you actually achieve your goal but also not creating unnecessary pressure overwhelm and sort of burnout that's why I think the idea of having a skeleton plan is helpful it provides you with that just enough to give you actionable steps or points that you know you really need to reach um, to get to your goal without you spending hours on crunching timeframes and daily actions and working out your plan for days in advance um, too early on in the process. However, I am also aware that these milestones in your skeleton plan won't really provide you much 
guidance when it comes to your day-to-day actions and if you only have these milestones you may start to feel unsure about what it is um, you should be tackling in the months or weeks or days ahead and maybe you'll just actually forget about them so in conjunction I'll pick one day a week to create a simple weekly plan and when I mean simple I mean a super simple this weekly plan will allow me to map out these slightly smaller tasks I need to tick off in the week ahead these tasks I'm gonna sort of refer to um, as my weekly objectives and I will be limiting myself to just three objectives a week to try and complete if these objectives are again still a little too broad for me to wrap my head around on the day I then have the option to further break it down into bite-sized to-dos to complete for that day and again usually I'll probably limit this to three to-dos a day. Even talking about the way I'm planning on doing it this year it makes more sense in my head because I usually planned everything at the start of the year and that's just not how life goes For me, this planning process has cut out me trying to predict too many things in advance and it prevents me from procrastinating over every little detail and to do before the day I'm supposed to be working on it. Plus, it gives me time to take stock of my previous progress and to keep planning appropriately around other responsibilities and engagements that may arise in the next weeks. And I don't know about them at the moment, so I can't really pre-plan that. I think this process is my probably most realistic planning um, strategy that I've ever had and it's been created by looking inwardly at being more self-aware about my own strengths and weaknesses and the environment and process that I know that I thrive in most plus taking some really great tips and techniques from the goal planning experts out there. So I know some of you listening work better with maybe being thrown into the deep end and need to have multiple goings goals going at the same time these are the people that love the philosophy of aiming for the moon and landing in the stars sort of thing and you feel perfectly content with that and I'm not here to tell you don't change your planning methods if they're working for you in the past then definitely stick to them but if you have been one of those people just like me feeling overwhelmed stressed out after a couple months into the year and a little bit defeated all the time and you're never looking at that plan again then maybe it is time to reevaluate and create your own personal way on how you think goal planning should be for you this is why personally my methods have drastically changed I had a few unexpected unexpected hiccups throughout 2022 some were really good I was away for two months of the year and then there's just other things that didn't have internet for like three weeks or something and these are things that happen that you can't predict when you're planning for the year ahead I'm a little guilty to admit that my last year's plan that I thought was so good I didn't really look at after probably three months in so personally I felt I needed a new planning system that worked for me that was more flexible when unforeseeable things do arise and to not obsess over all the little details to get done until the day that I'm doing them (laughs) or need to do them so I really enjoyed creating this episode 
I really appreciate all you who keep coming back to listen to me every week, especially over the holidays. I hope today that you walked away with some tasty takeaways and this episode has already really helped me understand how I intend to plan for 2023. So thank you very much for that. Um, I do encourage everyone listening before you go grab out your pen and paper to set some goals and plans. Take a moment to think about your own traits, what things didn't work for you um, with your last year's plan and what created more stress, overwhelm and burnout and how do you really want to feel next year? Even think about your strengths and weaknesses and especially the environment that you know you thrive in best. Once you've done that, you can then start researching, implementing, using any of the techniques or things that I'm going to do this year to your own planning system for goals or goal in 2023. That's it for me this week. And I hope that you have a wonderful New Year's Eve, whoever you're celebrating it or however you're celebrating it too. I'll be back here next week to help you or give you a few little tips on how to choose the right goals in business. Thanks for listening to the Brand Made Podcast. If this episode helped you, please subscribe and leave a review. Show notes are available on the blog at oliviagoodenough.com. You can also see behind the scenes on Instagram at olivia underscore goodenough. I appreciate you all and I hope to see you here next week. Have a wonderful day.